Jerry the Free Spirit. And I'm the artist known as Africa's.png. And welcome to the Comic Exposed Show podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we got for this episode. Today we're going to talk about gaming. Is this the next big thing in Africa? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So gaming. Think, like, what we... does gaming involve exactly? Playing games. <laughs> What kind of games? Tabletop, video. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a whole bunch of different types of games. You'd forget about that, yeah. Yes. Like, so it's um tabletop games and video games that are mainly like taking over the world right now. Mm. Being outside is whack. Nobody cares about that right now. Yeah, I'm a tabletop girl. Word. Old school. I'm a video game person. <laughs> I, last time I played tabletop games was like Monopoly with my brother and mom. Wow. My brother won tough scenes. I don't manage my money as well as he does. Yeah, ish. We need to talk about that. Yeah, mom was mom was in the back. <laughs> your mom lost as well. Yeah, no. No one manages money as well as he does. You know? Oh, shout out to your brother. Yeah, he's he's mm. responsible and stuff. Even in Monopoly, like, cause we, it's weird seeing the the Monopoly money feels like actually like having. Yeah, you feel responsible. Mm-hmm, You're like, mm-hmm, I need to be responsible for mm-hmm, this money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get him. I get him. So. Yeah. There's different audiences for different games. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. For so sure. tabletop would say the older generation. I think so. I think mm-hmm. so. That's what they were. That's what they had. Because yeah. also like games nights are big in Zim, really? but I see it's a different generation. It's millennials who play games nights. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I have been to a couple games nights. Yeah, mm-hmm. as opposed to Gen Zs, you guys are on online. Wait, am I am I Gen Z or are you Gen? Wait, you're millennial. I'm a millennial. And I'm Gen Z. I would say so. <laughs> we uh, we're, diff- we're in different generations. Oh, we're in, okay. Bro, we're in, ah, no, we're okay. in different generations. But we get along, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Word, word. I, I thought I was millennial for a while, to be entirely No, honest. actually, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. The, I don't know where the cutoff line is. That, that, that cutoff is a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Because they say 2000, mm-hmm. say 1995, mm-hmm, 97. Depends on who you ask, you know. It depends on who you ask. But according to me. Word, okay. You're Gen Z. You're just like. Cool, like that. Okay, okay, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Gen Z is cool. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, yeah. I don't mind. Some of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some. Yeah. So gaming, where esports is part of gaming. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, it's not only like a fun thing to do anymore. Like you don't have to just you know play games at game nights with fans and f- mm-hmm. with friends and fam. Mm-hmm. It's um, now a thing you can do like all the time as a profession. You know? Yeah, get paid for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like. Through you know all kinds of different things, um, different avenues, uh, gaming has gotten a lot more accessible. Like mm. people bringing the internet here, we didn't have internet here 10, 20 years ago, like that, like that. You know, yeah. it was very expensive. It so long. Dude, <laughs> to think we didn't have internet. Dude, I, I found a picture of my uh, my student ID from like twenty eighteen. I feel so old. Um, anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, the the whole thing was life has changed quite a lot in. Uh, Recent, recent years, years yeah. yeah, and Africa's like a more developed place, you know. And people have like affordable mobile phones, exactly. So exactly. there's so much you can do on your phone, yeah, yeah. Like you can play um, an entire game, well, you could before they discontinued it, mm-hmm. but you could play an entire game of Apex Legends um, really? on your phone, yeah, yeah. Mm. They used to have like a whole uh, mobile game, I think it was more of a testing ground for mm. the game on PC. Uh, and console, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was quite well developed, well supported, and I don't know what phones could run it. Like, more of the high-end phones. Like, you know, the, your Redmi Note 10s, your iPhones, and your okay. Samsung S20s and whatnot. Those right. could run the game really well. Mm-hmm. And that's really good, because now anyone with a phone... Well, I mean, a pretty high... A, 
beefy one. A decent one. phone. <laughs> you know, can, can play these high-end games. I mean, yeah. it's not only the high-end ones that you have to play, though. You know, you can yeah. play just about anything. Um, yeah. I think, what's that? Mobile Legends is also pretty accessible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people be playing that. I personally couldn't get into it because, first of all, it's a MOBA. Second, it's on the phone. So, it's, it's not my area. Mm-hmm. But... I see a lot of people playing it and a lot of people championing it and championing it. Yeah. You know, they tried to get me, but ah, so did that. Do you know what game got me on my phone uh-huh. and PC? You're going to laugh at me, but I'm going to nah, say I couldn't it. possibly. Candy Crush. That game what, is addictive. What, why would you play it on PC? It's because it's there. It wilds up time if you're doing something and you need to think. And then Candy Crush is good for like, for me, it helps me think. Okay, word, word, okay. That, I wouldn't play it professionally, I wouldn't get paid for it because I'm not good at okay, it. Okay, what level are you on? I'm on different levels on my PC and my phone. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really, I can't remember. 100 and something. Oh, okay, that's, that's not... That's, no, but like, ask there. me over how, what period. Okay, over, yeah, over, over period. How like, long maybe two playing? years. Okay, yeah. that's, that's I'm not really kinda... that committed to it, oh, but I'm just okay, saying. Okay, so you just Games like, like that for me are cool, like, on my phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm not really big on, like... Hmm. MOBAs and I, stuff. I, I thought it would be like a more a sword active game, you know? Because like with Candy Crush, you're just like clicking, you, you, you're No, but it's I active think. in the mind, I think. I it's like, a, it's like playing chess. What? You gonna compare Candy Crush to chess? Ain't no way you just got no, my point is, you have to think about your moves. You can't just be clicking, clicking. Like, you're making it sound like it's just clicking, clicking. <laughs> okay, okay. okay that's You have fair. to be strategic. It's about the strategy. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, there is some strategy. I know people are going to come at me. It's some Facebook moms are going to be mad about that just comment. <laughs> but, like, no, no, no. There is strategy. True, true. Yeah, so, for me, it helps me with strategy. Word, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay so it's, like, just freeing up that, like, um, I guess, like, when you're blocked or whatever you play yeah, some candy crush exactly. just vibe out exactly and then it unblocks exactly okay i see exactly. that i see that i see yeah. that i think for me that game that kind of unblocks me is apex apex legends mm-hmm. right now that's like my thing i can't can't get over how fun that game is for me i've been playing since launch uh when was launch oh geez it's been three years mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> nah okay so like <laughs> So it's, with the games that you play, like Apex Legends, mm-hmm. can you play it professionally? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, you can. You can. So why yeah. are you doing that? Because um, Zim is kind of tough. Uh, actually, Africa in general is kind of tough for like um, first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. Playing it online is a bit difficult because there are no African servers. Oh, um, okay. Well, with many uh, FPS, with some like Counter Strike and Insurgency, Sandstorm and Insurgency, and like a couple other games, mm-hmm. there are like African servers. But then Insurgency is not competitive. Oh, okay. But Counter Strike is. Oh, okay. So okay. you can play like in tournaments for up to like. In America, I know they have like millions of dollars as the prize pools. Mm-hmm. In Africa, oh. I'm not sure if it goes up to the millions of dollars, mm-hmm. but it should go in the hundreds of thousands of rands. Because I've seen a Fortnite tournament that was upward of 100,000 in like 2018. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine hosted that. Shout out Sam Plays. Um, <laughs> there was a FIFA tournament on like iPads as well. Like okay. Telcom Versus is a thing in South Africa. All right, okay. Yeah, they have... Um, <clears throat> They have, like, all kinds of online game tournaments for, like, racing games, mm. um, first-person shooters, sports games, 
all kinds of things going on to, to, to you know, include people in this thing that's going on um, in the West, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're bringing it here, which is great. Okay. Because imagine getting paid to twiddle your thumbs for hours. And I can imagine, I can just hear the conversations. Mm. Nana Mama. Saka, what are saying? What? <laughs> Ah, oh, but the price pools, bums. I could buy you a house with that game yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. If you explain that there's money involved, I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll understand. It just now looks like you're mushing hmm. your brain. It does, but then I think that's um, a generation gap because this profession is very new. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there was nothing like it back in mom's age. There was yeah. nothing like it way back then. You know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So, with the rising number of gamers in Africa, do you think that? In fact, are there game developers in Africa? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. I am low-key a game dev. Well, I haven't, we haven't made a game yet, but we're working on stuff. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, like, what kind of game will it be? Or is it horror games, too- mainly. Horror? Yeah, there was a horror game and a fighting game. Mm. The fighting game kind of dipped in production. The horror game, same vibes. People went to uni. They have things to do with their time. Mm. Can't sit around making video games. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, they went to go learn game development, uh, mm-hmm. and they still haven't, you know, come back to finish the game that we're working on. Right. Tough okay. scenes. Ah, tough scenes. Yeah, it'd be like so. That. Like, there's fighting games, there's racing games, there's yeah. esports, sports games like mm-hmm. FIFA, blah blah blah. Do you think that there's room for Africans to create their own genre? Yeah, it does. Wait, wait, hold on. Genre of video games, like, like. This fighting game is different from Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. That's a genre, I would say. Racing game, hey, bro, whatever. I don't whatever. know if there's a need for a new genre. Why not? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not seeing a gap. Like, maybe... Um, <clears throat> maybe, like, someone creative will come up with something interesting and uh, a, a new take on something, on, on an already created genre. But like, I don't for example, know, like, I, I'm a fashion designer. I would mm-hmm. love, I'm not sure, game designers hear me out. Mm-hmm. Something f- related to my interests. Mm. Because I may not necessarily be interested in fighting or racing or kicking a ball. Mm. So you'd want like a fashion design game? Something related, something creative. They I have, I have nothing. Wait, do they? Yeah, they have all kinds of games. Wait, what are they called? I don't know what they're called, but actually, no, there was a. On my sister's 3DS, she has a game called Imagine Party Planner. And, oh. like, it's just literally about, like, a, the, the story follows a girl who is planning various parties. She was supposed to plan someone's Sweet 16. Oh, cool. And then a wedding. And then, like, you know, more kind of stuff like that. Uh. Um, it's not as intricate as the games about killing people. But it exists. <clears throat> okay. So, so okay, in that case, I will look it up. Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. There's all kinds of games for all kinds of tastes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, the murder simulators and all that stuff. But those are pretty cool, too. You know? Those are pretty cool. I like Tekken. Word, 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 word. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Tekken, um, it was a point I wanted to say earlier about, like, the international fighting games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that Africans could do to, like, step on the world stage is to play the games that the rest of the world is playing. You know? True, true. Because um, 
a thing that I see very often is as Africans, we play like we play Street Fighter, we play Mortal Kombat, we play FIFA, we play Tekken, but we don't then branch into the other games like our Rocket League, Counter Strike, League of Legends mm-hmm. as much. You know, the, the the league community isn't as vocal and loud, you know, as the Street Fighter or the MK community. You or know? the FIFA community. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and interestingly enough, the prize pools for some of these other games are just higher. as big, if not higher, than you know, some higher. of the popular games. Yeah. Yeah. Like the FIFA tournaments don't make anywhere near as much as the League, League of Legends. Legends you know? Yeah, I heard someone is living off Le- of course, League of Legends. Of course, some Korean guy. Faker is chilling. Faker mm. is big chilling. So going back to your point about mm-hmm. uh, gamers should... Um, play the games that the rest of the world is playing but what about game developers in Africa the rest of the world has their games already Mm -hmm. where do we fit in I think just telling African stories using their mediums because game devs have like figured out a lot of problem solving for like uh, you know inventories and like you know the game mechanics Mm -hmm. the all all the intricate stuff has been figured out by these bigger game devs and they've taught people how to make games Mm -hmm. so now we just need to take that and turn our stories into you know video games okay yeah because what's that unity is free unreal engine 5 is free mm-hmm. um so these high-tech um programs that can be used for triple a games that mm-hmm. are very accessible now yeah is what we should be aiming for okay you know so there is hope for yeah. Africa. Oh yeah, devs, devs, devs. We have so many creatives here. So many dudes with such interesting so stories. So many, like it's crazy. You just need to teach Speaking them how to make of games. Creative people. We have Mkosila Tislamini, aka KRW King One Hundred One. Word from Bulawayo, Zimbabwe. You read that like a mom, bro. <laughs> KRW King. I think, I think. How would you say it? Crow King. I think that's the thing. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, it's, Crow it's, King. A, it's a gamer tag. Oh, yeah, my so if, goodness. I feel so old now. Nah, you could. Don't worry. It's like okay. a, it's like the <laughs> gamer version of a moniker like uh, for an artist. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Crow King 101. <laughs> I'd hope. Imagine if it's Crew King or something like that. Well, well he's actually going to be here on the show in yeah, a so little bit. Yeah, so he can bit. tell us. Um, but fun fact about him is he took part in the Red Bull Kumite. What do you call it? Kumite? Kumite. I don't know. I'm not sure. <clears throat> Kumte. Because <laughs> it's spelled K-U-M-I-T-E. Yeah. Remember that Boondocks episode with the with the Kumite with the what that, that thing? So we're just gonna call it Kumte. That that was the that was the idea I got, but I'm not sure if Red Bull is in on the joke. I'm sure they are. I hope so. It's Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. So Kumite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Red Bull. In South Kumite. Africa, July this July. Uh, and he plays fifth out of 128. Yeah, yeah. I watched That's some it. of his matches. You watched them? Yeah. Well, not wow. live. I watched them this morning. Okay, cool. Yeah, I went looking. I went digging. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be so impressed by you. I'd hope not. <laughs> That's like the bare minimum, bro. I'm supposed to. <laughs> so he's going to join us on the show in a little bit and tell us about his story. Awesome. Um, so yeah, here with us via Zoom we have Mr. Nkosilatis Lamini, aka KRW King One O One. He recently participated in the Red Bull. Thank Kumite. you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I had gotten that wrong earlier in the in the segment. I thought it was Crow, you know. So like, what's what's the significance? Uh, you were telling me about this earlier. What's the, the significance of the KRW in your name? 
So, like here in Bulawa, we used to have like a small tournament scene known as the Cultural Moors. Mm-hmm. And originally I was known as King 101. So when I started playing online Word. and even taking part in some small online tournaments, um, I just decided to change my name from King 101 to KRW King 101. So Cultural Moors King 101. Okay. Uh, okay, so I'm sorry. basically. Yeah, so I'm basically representing my homies mm. who ended up, of course, they ended up falling out of love for for, for video games because that other commitments that they had to, you know, to commit to, like getting their son, like one of them got married. Okay. Um, another friend of mine, he doesn't live here anymore, so we don't get to play as many tournaments as we can together. Mm. And yeah. So when I was at the committee, when I, whenever I tried to connect them, they were like, oh, okay, man, we got you, man. It's going to be Kyo Dabi King. No worries. Okay. And then when I do something cool, cry, okay, cry, okay. Like, oh, oh. oh, that's so tough, there was even There was even one commentator who kept on calling me the crew king. Like, I heard. I'm the crew and I'm the king of the crew. <laughs> wow. And I was like, you know what, I, I don't care no more. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many versions to your name, so yeah, I can I see that. that. I, I that. can see why that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all yeah. makes sense. Well, speaking of the Kumite, so what was your experience going through that tournament and comparing it to like the previous tournaments you've been through? Like, what can you say was notable, and like, how do you okay. feel like you know you can take that into more tournaments moving forward? Okay, so like like I've said, I've taken part in some online tournaments. So when mm-hmm. you're playing online, you don't get to meet the people that you play against. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a guy. And um, also, it was the first time I got to see a tournament seen with a professional setup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you've got the lights, the cameras, you've got lots of guys running around with headphones and microphones talking mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Hey, it was just um, so surreal to actually see that in person because that's the stuff you'd only see on, like, you know, tournaments that you'd watch on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And for me to finally get to experience that, ah, man. (laughs) I I would like to say it was a a dream come true. Mm. (laughs) I can imagine. And and I remember I, I got to the committee, like, I think 40 minutes the tournament started. Okay. So I was... I was actually a couple of seconds away from getting disqualified. Oh, wow. dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> you were running on BMT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, dude. That's like, tough. here's the thing. So, here's the thing. When, mm. I, when I arrived there, um, there was a home of mine I would play Guilty Gear Strive and DNF Duo with. Mm. He was like, nah, this guy is coming from Zim. Wait for him. And they waited. <laughs> so, now, here's the thing. The moment I get there, they're like, nah, this guy just got here, he's gonna lose eventually, and uh, mm. we'll continue with our day. So, mm. hey, they were even shocked that this guy just got here now and is already playing like this. Yeah. Mm, you were already warm when you got and there. Also I, I, and also, I had too many Red Bulls that day. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a sponsored you event, you know. You're in line with the event. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of, like, the, you know, the actual like, um, goings-on, 
Oh, you kind of froze uh, for a second. No, no, continue. continue. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask in your matches. I think I watched a couple of them this morning. Kind of went searching. Um, I saw that you were in the, like the last chance qualifiers. Um, you had a match mm-hmm. against Sekele. How was that? I think that was like the most high energy one that I okay. that I remember seeing. You know, it was that match about that match. That match right there was like the most mentally draining match I've ever played. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like because because um, the the character I played, Judy, right? Yeah. In this version of the game, she's all about rush down mm-hmm. and at the same time using the low fireball to space out the opponent. Yeah. So that they do something stupid and, and then, then you, you rush down. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I saw yeah. you using that technique. Yeah. yeah. So now here's the thing with Sequela. Sequela is a very patient player. I respect that man because most Sangif players are just wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'll do anything and everything just to get an SPD. Mm-hmm. But he was toned down, and for some odd reason, I couldn't tell what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was hard to read, yeah. Because yeah. I saw he, yeah, he did so catch you quite a lot of times with um, yeah. what's that? I think that level three mm-hmm. where he does a. I forget the name of the move, but he, he kind of spins you in the air, kind of does like a two-stone. Yes, 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 yes. That this caught you. Well, I would like to call it. I would like to call it the ultra spinning power driver because uh-huh, when uh-huh. it connected, yes, when it connected, I was like, oh my god, I'm dead. Yeah. There's no way I'm surviving this. Mm, and then there were and mo- also. Yeah, there were moments. You, sorry. That's the highest. Di- that's the highest damaging super in the game. That makes sense. It took a lot of health every time it hit. Every single time, yeah, wow. and it hit in yeah, like yeah, crucial yeah. moments. There were moments where it hit, and there was like what that magical pixel, that one pixel of health that you had, yeah. and you were patient yeah. enough to like you know not uh, panic, not actually try and attack too hard. You let him come mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Great props to that dude. Yeah. You scared me honestly when it was too up. Yeah, that play right there. <laughs> let me just say something about that play. Yeah. That play just came to me when I noticed him hopping over the fireballs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know that particular hop kick is like minus five on block, so mm-hmm. I, it means I can punish it. Yeah. But now here's the thing. I'll be risking my life to punish him because if he blocks it, if I block it mm. at a far distance, yeah. he still has the turn to hit me. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I would throw the fireball and dash in behind the fireball. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't dash behind the fireball and that connected on block, you'd I, be punished. Lost. Yeah, you'd actually have like risked your life so, for nothing. Yeah. So if I actually managed to close in the distance like I did mm-hmm. and I was fortunate enough that I managed to get the right distance to punish that move and mm-hmm. I actually won. Yeah, I'm, I, dude, it was an amazing fight. Like the patience, yeah. the skill set, the footsies, very well done. There were hey. some uh there were some nice Thanks, cross-ups sir. that I saw. Like I, you you did great. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> we can't always just talk about the highlights. There was uh, yeah, that yeah, match uh, with Ren. Now, he played... I don't remember yes, what character, yes. but his character was... He was playing Luke. Luke, yes, yeah. And he's... Uh, is that a bad matchup for Jury, or do you think that you just nah, it's not weren't a bad prepared? Matchup because whenever I play Ren, I usually have higher chances of winning against Luke. Hmm. So, first things first, uh, before I started playing Street Fighter Six, when I was playing the demo, I was maining Luke. Okay. So I knew Luke in and out. Hmm. So now here's the thing. I just arrived in South Africa. Yeah. I barely got a week of sleep because there was drama at the border. I feel that. So I think 
uh, at the time, this was at around nine. Mm. I barely got the chance to rest, and um, the fatigue just started kicking in against my match with Red because the mm. times when I noticed. Now, this guy is trying to space trap me with standing medium punch. Mm. I can just counter counter with crouching medium kick. I, I think I only did that a couple of times. Mm, mm, mm. And then uh, one of my friends who was watching the tournament, um, he's like, bro, you did a combo, which was supposed to kill, mm-hmm. but all you did was just stand there. You did nothing. There were some moments, there were some combo drops that I saw, man. It's like you had yeah. you had the game in your hands at some moments and that one mm-hmm. misinput led you to like uh, getting bopped in the face. But yeah. moving forward, do you think it's like sort of like a load management thing? Like you need to maybe manage your energy so that when you're traveling yes. now, you now yeah. you know, have like the right meals or whatever, whatever to, to get you. That's Red Bull. <laughs> maybe more Red Bull, who knows? <laughs> I, I actually like you know before my match like before my matches I would always have a little okay. against Ray and I was like nah I'm just gonna have water and oh. that's it oh, okay. okay so I guess that's where the the, the spike then happened yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's when the burnout happened. Mm. <laughs> I did hear some of the casters talking about that. Actually, I wanted to yeah. ask about the casters. Can you hear them while you're like playing? No, you can't. Really? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's great. Because they were like really essay-sided in your match with Sekele. They were so... Um, oh, of course. Yeah. Sekele is a national treasure. <laughs> a word, <laughs> And they were so happy that he got yeah. high up like that. And I'm interested to know like the, that, that you can't hear them when you're playing, you know? Oh, I could actually hear the crowd. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, when they, hear, they were like, chanting. Like, yeah. Like, here's the thing. Um... There are times when I, when I would uh, try and increase the volume, that didn't help at all. Because all I kept on hearing was, Sequele, Sequele, Sequele. <laughs> Even I was cheering for Sequele. <laughs> yeah, like he's, so, he's a very inspirational like, dude. There came a point in time when the crowd actually got to me. Mm. Like it actually got to my head that, nah. And clearly, why am I doing wrong? Mm. Like, this guy here, every time the crowd mentions his name, he just comes back with something crazy and I just die. Mm. Right? Yeah, so then I, I'm not sure what happened. Maybe my ancestors were like, because <laughs> like, calm down, bruh. It's calm, it's bull. Nah, it's, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> if you lose, you lose. If you win, you win, bruh. No. But here's the thing. When I was, when I finally won that match against, that set against Sequeli, mm-hmm. there were some people that weren't happy that I won. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the side, the, like, some guys were actually happy that, yeah, I managed to beat Sequeli, I managed mm-hmm. to beat Zangi. Mm-hmm. And then you could literally see that there's some tension Mm. In these circles here, so I had mm. to take my one Red Bull and go chill at some point. <laughs> well, I'm glad it yeah. didn't escalate. I'm glad things went smoothly. You know, yes, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. gotta love that competitive spirit. Yeah, mm. we don't have much time left in Kosi, um, but for the viewers and listeners from at home, would you say yeah, yeah. playing esports is a viable career path? Playing it professionally. Professionally. Mm. Now, I would like to believe that Zimbabwe right now is in its infancy stage in terms of the whole esports thing. Yeah, right. So if it so happens that you know someone who is extremely good at at a game like FIFA, Call of Duty, right? Mm. Make sure 
you're gonna find a way to let them play online. Mm, yeah, true, because true, once true. they get recognized by playing <clears throat> online, then their chances of getting sponsorships mm-hmm. not only here but internationally are higher. Mm. I, well, I'm fortunate enough to be under Esports Zimbabwe, mm. right? Oh, but it's nice. it's a small little esports organization, mm. and they managed to you know put word out there that hey Zimbabwe is also Playing a formidable games. African country when it comes to these streets and Street Fighter Six, mm-hmm. and one thing is, especially if you're young, if you're able to manage your time between school and games, I'm sure a lot of kids nowadays can make it far. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I've seen some extremely talented FIFA players. I don't play FIFA, I don't like that game, mm-hmm. but I like it's, watching FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I would be like, damn, if only these kids could actually play online, mm-hmm, earn mm-hmm. league points. <clears throat> and take part in online tournaments because I know South Africa, they do have uh, FIFA leagues yeah, they do, that they you do. can register for free and then you take part in those and you get some money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And um, also, like I said, you also need time. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I'm, I'm like 27 years old. I have to push work. I have to, I've got responsibilities yeah. at home oh, and I also have to make time to play games. Mm. Right? It's a commitment. So, yeah but in the near future i do wish to have like my own arcade mm. whereby of course people can come play games mm. but at the same time that's the arcade where i'll be scouting oh. young talent big boys like girls training ground who are good at certain games and actually encourage them to get better yeah make them play online mm. and then who knows they might become the next Aslan Ash, the next Kadu Core, yeah. the next Kantanu Kana. Next Lethen, the God Killer. <laughs> yeah, to exactly, imagine. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Actually, I wanted to ask, dude. Um, how was it? Like, did you meet any of these FC, FGC legends? You know how? How? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. How? How was that? Was, was it surreal as it as it would be? I guess. I, it was. It was surreal. Like mm. uh, when I got to meet Tokido. Tokido didn't even have to ask for my name. He was like, "You're king, right?" Oh, ain't no way! Ain't oh, no way! <laughs> I was like, no way. So no like, way. I was watching, he told me personally that he was watching my matches, right? That's crazy. And I was like, bro, what? That's like, crazy. He's a really good jury. Mm. And he asks me if I play a lot online or offline. I'm like, I barely get the time to play. But when I do, I try by all means to play online, mm. maximize what I can. It's like, you have the potential to actually go far. Go off, King. If you if you find time and play consistently, you've got potential to go far. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, bro. That's Thanks. great. That's high praise, bro. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, keep it going. Then, like, um, 5 out of 128. Then this player uh, called Oil King was like, like mm. yeah, he acknowledged my footsies, right? He was like, ah, your footsies are good, mm. but be more aggressive. Mm. Because mm-hmm. everyone knows that Oil King is an aggressive Street Fighter Street Fighter player. Yeah. It's like be more aggressive. Go crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I think that's so, good yeah, advice. I did get to meet those guys and I haven't spoke to Damascus, F word, I haven't spoke to Rogue TV, a whole lot of these guys. Yeah. That is dope. I can see it's a networking opportunity as well. Do you feel like your career is gonna Oh take... and one more thing. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Um this year, there's supposed to be the Capcom Pro Tour for Street Fighter Six, right? Okay. And um, 
uh, when I was signing up, I just, it just so happened that Zimbabwe is not eligible to participate in CPT South Africa. Mm-hmm. Lord knows why. So we're still trying to find ways to, you know, yeah, get that to actually manage to participate in that particular tournament because okay. I feel like if we manage to get international eyes on Africa as a whole, including Zimbabwe, a lot of people might be like, you know what? Actually, actually, the African FGC has something that they can show yeah. the world. Yeah, wow. yeah, definitely. Mm. Def. I think that's very true. Yeah. Um, hopefully, the you know bill gets passed so we can play these games in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. You know, we have reps that we have kids who are waiting (laughs) to go mash buttons over there. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rikosi, (laughs) for joining us. (laughs) Okay, okay, no problem, no problem. Oh, yeah, that's been a fun time talking about video games and stuff. Yes, I'm excited about the future of gaming in Mm -hmm. Africa, in Zimbabwe. And it's good to know that we have Zimbabweans representing Zimbabwe outside. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. And Kosi's doing amazing things. Pushing the product very far and very fast. Very fast. And shout out to Red Bull. Yeah, shout out Red Bull for picking him. And actually, shout out um, the Zimbabwean fighting game community for funding his trip. Yes, East Like one of his, uh, actually, I think two people went. It was Nkosi and another guy called Sonic. Um, I'm forgetting his Yeah, real name. Sonic. Yeah, yeah, so both of them went and one of them had to pay their own way, but one was paid fully for by the um, Zim FGC. And mm. shout out you guys for it's putting the money together and getting our boys to perform on the world stage. This and then also, like, they didn't disappoint. Five out of 128, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's that's huge. Did great stuff. That's huge. <laughs> All right, guys, until next week. 